Hey there, this is Ben Currier, self-proclaimed world's number one failure. In this podcast, we'll learn about the hardest moments my guests faced and the failures they endured on their path towards making it. I hope you enjoy. Hey there, friends of failure, and welcome to this week's episode of the Failure Guy podcast. It's a special one for April Fools. I've got my lovely grandmother, Nana, who was episode 51. Go back and let's do it if you haven't heard that yet. But this is all of my favorite bloopers from that episode because it took six phone calls over one year to do that. She was doing it from a landline phone, had no background noise even, so no noise floor to reduce. It was, it was crazy. So I wanted to release an episode that showed uh, some of the funnier parts of the mishaps throughout that so I figured it'd be great way to show some of the failures in recording it and also a nice April Fool's episode so I hope you enjoy I was born in Tampa Florida on August 5th 1931 it was in the midst of the depression when I was born I only weighed two and a half pounds and back in those days, they didn't have incubators like they do today. And the doctors improvised. They uh, would get a sh- uh, shoebox and put it, uh, fill it with cotton batting and olive oil and put it on the back of my grandmother's wood-burning stove because that's what we had for heat. Wow. So you were only two and a half pounds? Two and a half pounds, right. And uh, I had all kinds of problems growing up. My first problem was, other than being two and a half pounds, I had the whooping. Well, just to be just to just curious, how long were you in that shoebox? Well, probably until I reached five pounds, which, which I would say probably about five months. Wow, five months in a shoebox. Yeah, right. Well, they they changed the shoebox and everything. (laughs) They bathed me. But anyway, um, when I was uh, a year old, I only weighed 10 pounds. Wow. And, of course, I didn't have any toenails or fingernails or hair. Okay, hold on. Of course? Why of course? That does not sound normal to me. Well, but when you're born two and a half pounds, it's pretty normal. Oh, okay. I got. I don't know a lot about babies when they're born, so I just assume uh, fingernails and toenails and hair uh, is like... And there's no reason why you should know that. That's true. Okay. But anyway... Uh, Go ahead. When I was a year old, I only weighed 10 pounds. And gradually, I gained a little more... I think when I was four years old, I weighed about maybe five or six pounds, but I didn't have any hair. Wait, you lost weight from age one to four? Oh, I didn't. I gained. You said you were 10 pounds at um, one year, and then at age four, you were? I had gained up to four pounds, and I... And when I was four years old, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was four years old, I weighed probably about five or so, I don't know how much I weighed then. It's okay. You don't need to say how much you weighed when you're four, but what happened when you were four? 
I didn't have any hair, and I finally, at four, I grew about four pence on the top of my head. Um, wait, Nana, you're not talking properly, or uh, you're fading away. Did you move the phone? I think I probably did. Okay, so you can just start over at the four. Uh, just start over talking about the four-year-old thing and and the fingernails and toenails. Go. You can just start again because again, I can change and edit this. It'll it'll make sense when I change it, but I just want to make sure that that I got it all. You know. Yeah, well, I I've, I've already put that. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, just to let you know, what was confusing was that you said at age four, you were five pounds. <laughs> and what I understood is at age one, you were 10 pounds. So uh, I think you just misspoke, but it's fine. was confusing. <clears throat> yeah, so that's fine. So, um, so, and you said you didn't have any fingernails or toenails. And then at age four, what happened? I, ha- I had already grown. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. I know it's confusing. I know it's confusing, but I just want to make sure that the people are able to follow the story. I'm going to change all this. I'm going to delete what I'm saying right now and stuff. But the point is we, we've done, we we know what's happened up to a year. Now you can start from there if you want. And I was four years old. I grew some hair. Four strands. Because my mother was tired of every, everybody saying, oh, isn't he a cute boy? So she put a ribbon on it so everybody would know it was a girl because it was hard to tell without any hair. <laughs> so you only had four pieces of hair? About four strands of hair. So kind of like a Charlie Brown or like a a, a very funny looking child. And then how did she even attach a ribbon to four pieces of hair? Well, it wasn't it wasn't easy, but she did it. Can I say, can I say I'm a medical miracle? Yes, you can say anything you want, um, as long as it's true in your mind. Uh, like as long as it's what you remember. I mean, you can also lie, but you don't want to lie. So my point is, you can you can like use whatever creative language you want, you know, because it's it's our story, you know. Well, I'll just start from when I when I was born. I. But I got to do the intro. But I got to do the intro first. Okay, you do it. Um, you know what I mean? Because because basically it's easier for me to edit it if it's all done in order, you know, because if I had to go grab what I just said and move it around. So, right, so just I'm going to start and then I'm going to ask you to brag so you can say you're just proud of being 90 years old or something like that, you know, or whatever. I was going to leave that a lot. Okay, so then we won't start that way. I won't start the normal way. I'll just say I'll just introduce you, and then and then we can just start with the with with however you want to start the story. Just gonna say when I was born. But I at least have to say the 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 intro line, you know, the same thing I said at the beginning of any every episode. I'm gonna start when I was born. Okay, all right, ready. So, uh, give me one second, and I'm gonna say the intro. Say hi, Nana, and then you just say, "Oh, I'm doing great," and then I'll say. Let's whatever. It, it'll be fine. Just I just I'm saying like in three seconds I'm gonna start basically the the real thing. Okay. So like three. Okay, go ahead. Two <coughs> one. Hey there, friends of failure, and welcome to this week's episode of the Failure Guy Podcast. I have an extra special guest this week who is my grandmother, Nana. Hey there, Nana. How are you doing? 
I'm doing fine, Ben. How are you doing? I am doing unbelievably well, and I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you for doing this. Oh, I'm delighted to do it. I would like to tell a lot of people my story because it's inspirational. Yeah, you have a, such an interesting story. I love it. <clears throat> and um, I can cut out what I just said here. And also, if we talk over each other, that's fine because I can change it, you know? So, like, I'll delete what I just said right there. So now you can start however you'd like. But anyway, I'm up to, I'm up to, uh, I think, about eight years. Well, hold on. Um, so they, when you came out of the dark room, you said you were cross-eyed? I was cross-eyed, right. So my one eye, my left eye was <laughs> 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 Nana, you see, you're 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 too you're too caught up in the fact that you think this is all going to be said to people, but I'm going to change it so it sounds all great. But I need to make sure that I got the recording of it, you know. <laughs> so I know it seems annoying and weird, and like you probably think you're messing things up, but you're not. I just if I hear that I couldn't hear you, I want to make sure you say it again just to make sure we got it, you know. Oh, you can change everything, but we're. <laughs> I know it seems ridiculous, but it's going to make sense because I'm going to do a lot of editing. But to right now, you probably think you're messing everything up or I'm messing things up, but this is fine. You know, so I, I mean, just every so often I have to chime in because it's supposed to be like an interview, you know. So like if I have a question, I'm going to maybe ask you, even though you want to get on to the next thing. Does that make sense? Oh, she gave me a lozenger. Oh, good. Um, so you came out anyway, I'm up all right. <laughs> See, so sometimes I'm just going to like give you like a, like a reset thing. Like, so I'll, I'm going to do it right now. So I'll say, so you came out of the closet and you were cross-eyed. It wasn't a closet. <laughs> okay, a dark room, <laughs> a bedroom, a dark room. And I came out. Okay. So I didn't know that if you stayed two weeks in a dark room, you would get cross-eyed. That's a, a thing. That was just probably because of what I got later oh. in life, which is coming up later. Okay, go ahead. My tale of woe. Anyway, um, when I, I think I was eight, I had my appendix removed. And then when I was 10, I think I had my tonsils and adenoids out. And... Uh, I was in the hospital for a couple of weeks because they couldn't stop the bleeding. Uh, and then. Wow, this sounds like a lot of problems to happen up until age 10. Oh, yeah. And there were many more after that. <laughs> that That's why I'm a me medical miracle. I agree. But anyway, right. Uh, I'm up to, I had the appendix. And then when I was 16, I lost my eyesight overnight. Can you explain what that means? For So you woke up and you could not see? Just lost my eyesight. And my grandmother, my grandmother went to her medical book and she put some drops in my eyes and I was fine. I didn't have any problems after that until 
um, must have been, I was 38. I think I was 38 before I had, before I found out I had multiple sclerosis because I lost my eye. Well, let's go back for just a second, Nana. Um, because you don't need to just just only talk about medical things, you know. We can we don't have to skip like twenty years of your life, you know. So because you know, so I'm not correcting. I'm just saying like uh, for the way this should work. I think is that so like um, at age sixteen, what was the drops that she put in your eyes? Do you know? Well, my grandfather had had a tire blow up. Uh, and it affected his eyes, and then he went to see a doctor, and they get the doctor gave him a prescription for some eye drops. I don't know what kinds of eye drops, mm-hmm. but my eyesight came back overnight. It only happened overnight. It was fine the next day. Oh, wow. But later, well, when I was 16, uh, I lost, I didn't lose my eyesight. I lost my balance. And I was dizzy. And the doctor didn't. Um, I'm not hearing anything. Are you still there? Oh, no. I I had already grown. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. How did she even attach a ribbon to four pieces of hair? Well, it wasn't it wasn't easy, but she did it. Probably <laughs> taped it to him. I don't know how she did it. <laughs> anyway, I don't, she put the ribbon on me. Bring me a boy. I wanted them to know I was a little girl because I was a cute little red-headed girl, and she wanted everybody to see that. Gotcha. And you got to make sure you keep the phone at the same place because it seems like sometimes you're uh, fading away. I don't know if you're moving the phone away from your face sometimes. This is not easy, I can tell you. But anyway. <laughs> I know I'm just letting you know because because I just got to tell you now or otherwise I just can't use it if I couldn't hear it, you know. Right. Well, I'll try. OK, but I appreciate it now. Don't worry. And don't worry. And I'm losing my voice. Yeah, I mean, nothing. None of this should be stressful. I'm just trying to make it uh, so that when I edit it, it's easy. Um, so go ahead. Just I will stop interrupting, and you can just just go ahead. When I was about five or six, I had the whooping cough, and in those days, you had to keep a child in a dark room for a couple of weeks to get over it. And when I came out of the room, I was was cross-eyed. It affected my eyes, and I was cross-eyed. My left eye. So what was the, who who told them to put you in a dark room for two weeks? I guess the doctor, or my grandmother had a medical journal. She looked in every time anybody had any symptoms, because nobody had any money to call a doctor or anything. She looked in her medical book and said, oh, this is what you do. Well, that's what she did. Gotcha. So and it, so it said in that book, <laughs> which was probably a giant book of like every problem that she knew of. <laughs> that anybody knew about. 
and then it would say, put him in a closet? Yep. Nope, she kept it. And I I swear that's what she kept all of us alive with that book. Because we, you know, you have the usual things that nobody knew about for years later, like the chicken pox and mouse and all that. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that until later. Shall I talk about when I was born? Um, absolutely. You can talk about whatever you want. But uh, what I'm saying is, like, even now that we're recording, you still don't have to be, uh, like, hold on, one second. I can't hear you. You still don't have to be. I know. I had to let the dog out of the thing. Um, so, like, this isn't live. So, meaning I'm going to delete everything I've already said, you know, very <laughs> like what we're saying right now. I'm just going to delete I, it. But we're recording so that we can talk about stuff. But what I'm saying right now is like, uh, what I'll do is I'm going to do the intro to the show, uh, which is like my little thing, and then we can talk. But I don't know if you had any questions about what you wanted to do or how you wanted to do it before we started, because um, once we once we start, I'm just going to start, start talking about me with my illness and everything. Sure, and just talk from maybe the first person perspective because uh, last time it got confusing for you to like you were switching between she and I, right? Right. Or do you want to talk about it as if it's someone else? No, I'll talk about me. Okay, cool. I mean, you can still say you can like start as if it's not you or whatever, and, like however you want to say it, it's fine. But I just don't want you to feel. I'm just going to um, say when I was born. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And all the things that have happened to me. Yeah. During... Yeah. Most, the same kind of thing, but we'll just make sure it's it's clear that you know you're talking about yourself. Um, right. Okay. So I'm going to start, and again, any of this can change. You know, I can I can get rid of anything that you don't like. I can get rid of anything that I say, but this is going to be high quality recording. And this will be the one that I'm going to edit tonight and probably release tomorrow. Okay. Right. We're going to call this. So let me do my intro and then, and then I'm going to say, because, because people don't know who we are right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say something like, Hey there, friends of failure is Ben Currier. And this week, my guess is my grandmother or whatever. And then I'll say, hi, Nana, how are you? And then you'll say, I'm doing good, you know, because this is like they'll be starting the conversation there. So it'll be like that's how we introduce them to the conversation. And then I'll say, OK, um, you know, I'll ask you a question and then. Then we'll get into your story, because I always start it with a, a shameless self-promotion or a humble brag. So what I want you to do, what I'm going to have you do first is is say something about yourself that's like really amazing like something you want to brag about because and the only reason i do that is because usually people have to talk about their failures so i want them to feel good first before they have to feel bad but we don't have to do that but that's just how i've done every show so far you know oh okay so i'm so i'm saying like if we keep the same format i'm saying if we just keep it's just that beginning just the beginning has a thing and then the rest of it can go however it is you know Thanks for joining me on the Failure Guy podcast. If you enjoyed it, feel free to tell somebody. And don't forget, always try to fail it till you nail it. Till next time.
Would you like to be more efficient, productive, and confident in your work at the office? Over 750 million people worldwide use Excel, yet it's still a misunderstood and frequently misused tool. That's why I created Excel Exposure, so you can work smarter and not harder. The Excel Essentials course gives you over five hours of in-depth video lessons, plus it comes along with my master workbook which has every function, shortcut, and all the examples to follow along. Investopedia actually included my course in their list of six best online Excel classes of 2021, saying it's best for visual learners. As someone who's an expert in failure, I can certainly teach you and your team how to avoid spreadsheet failures and create bulletproof Excel documents. Use the coupon code FAILURE for 20% off of the lifetime access price. Visit ExcelExposure.com for more information and also my existing award-winning free training.